One size fits all seems like a good idea for clothes until you try them on. Same goes for healthcare. That's why United Healthcare offers flexible, budget friendly coverage for medical, vision, dental, and more. Learn more at uh1.com. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365 day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style. This podcast is part of the ACAST Creator Network. There's a place on the road up north uh, that I hate that, that road. God bless Where? Northern Ireland. God bless Northern Ireland. But they've or the fucking North of awful Ireland, depending on who you are. They've off that that road from once once that lovely road from Dublin turns into uh, a functional road up to Belfast. It's fucking dangerous. I hate oh, those. Oh, the little slip, slips off it. Do the, no, it's the it's the gaps in the yeah. fucking in the middle where tractors can cross. It's deadly. But there's a place on that road. Uh, it's called Black Skull. Where are we exactly? We are, I would say, <laughs> for Black Skull. Arma or I, down? No, I'd say we're we're just we're, we could be a good twenty minutes the far side of Nuri. Black Skull. Black Skull. Tandrugi Black Shanko. And I said, I don't know if I've been in Black Skull. Probably drove through it once or twice. Do you think the week goes quick? What about time? Do you think time passes quickly? That's a real Irish thing, isn't it? The, the week went quick, didn't it? Um, huh? Did you think the week went quick since we sat in the hen house? Actually, I thought it. I thought it, it's been ages since we were there, so it was brilliant. I thought the week went quick. To- Hector, okay. Just, I just wanted to say that because right, somebody okay. out there will be thinking the same way. Margaret and Longford will say, "Fuck it, the week. Where did the week go? Where, <laughs> do, where does time go? That's another one. Where did the day go? And where did the week go? So that week flew. <laughs> Tommy, can you say the, something? Please? The, that week flew. Where did the week go? Tommy, I don't know. Tommy, you tell me. You've got. You've ha- you've had a stylist at your beard. No, I'm, I'm le- well. I'm just letting it grow. Yeah, so. but you're cutting. You're cu- you're, you're eventually going to have it. You're, you're shaping the the tash. I part think. I think it's time to. I, I'm no longer able to eat certain things in public. So I think it's time. <laughs> More soup and stuff. It's soup and spaghetti it, bolognese and with mayonnaise in it. Or uh, so. But I noticed. You, are you trimming the beard? The, the no, tash. I've, I've had to push the hair away from the lips. Oh. As you eat, as you, oh Tommy, would you get you rid of it? That's just, do you know? That's do you ever rank. see the lads that that's have a, 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 a? As many a man has to do that, Rita. <laughs> Push the hair away from the lip. <laughs> oh, Straight Tommy! Into it. Before, One minute, thirty-six seconds. Before he starts, Finar, Finar, Finbar Saunders Filt, and his double Filt, entendres. Filt, Filt. Um, Mr. Phil, do you ever see the lads that before drink he starts eating? Oh, the munch box. That is rank. The, uh, oh. the director of Basic Instinct is back out with a lesbian nun movie. Have you seen that? 
Have you seen that? Have you seen it? The director of Basic Instinct is back out with an explicit nun movie. I was driving with the missus into town the other evening and we were coming by the pub. You dropped the two young fellas off to go see it. Yeah. And I saw that. And how was it advertised? It's advertised at the the new cinema in in Galway, the Palace Cinema. And what's it called? The lesbian nun It's called Insensational. Dickless. It's called indignant or something, and then I'm looking as I as I as I meander around Merchants, Merchants Road. I can see the poster, and because we're going so slow, I went, "Look at that!" And I said to Dipney, "Look at that! Two, what are them nuns? What sort of a movie is that?" And then I went, "Sensational, exhilarating, evocative, provocative," from the director of Basic Instinct. I nearly stopped the fucking car and parked in the car park. But he's a, was, he's I, a very well respected director, Paul Verhoeven. He is for one movement of Sharon Stone's legs, basically. I know. I think he's had a big career. He might have done some of the. I could be wrong. So he's going. Yeah. To, I know. I'm only joking. So he's got. <laughs> he has done a few movies. But you're but joking he, about the film, or you're joking about his career? Dining at the Y, wasn't it? <laughs> what does he have to take in the morning? Anyway, so, so is that a real film? It's a real film. It's a lesbian flick. It's a. <laughs> it's a lesbian nun movie by the director of Basic Instinct. Okay, I have a title for the for the show. Oh, that's All why right. you weren't partaking yes, in the conversation. Yes, uh, it comes from Owen Masterson, Southampton. Loudhampton. Good. We we'll go with that. Yes, Loudhampton yes, absolutely. How are you? Good. What? <laughs> God, move on. <laughs> don't talk about that anymore. Is, Where did the week go? Where did the week go? How are we? We're good. Uh, you're you're mad for the socialising, Larissa. Uh, yeah, I like. You had a you, you had a I giddy like, you had a giddy filly weekend. I like socialising. Um, more, I like I enjoy the alcohol side of it, but I also enjoyed the people side of it as well. So I'm happy to be. Just mixing with people and chatting to them. And, and I remember I read somewhere recently about how uh, encountering other people uh, sets off some sort of chemical mm. reaction in your body that's almost like, it's not like adrenaline, but it's kind of like a, it'd be like soft pop just mm. been flu- mm. fluted around it's your body. Brilliant, yeah. So you must love that. So you're I, in Punchestown. Uh, yeah, I love it. But at the races. I was racing on Saturday and it was feckin' raining, which was a disaster. But uh, what I love doing is, and I do... Did you wear a thong to the races? I did, Tommy. I wore a thong and a pair of fucking stilettos. <laughs> did you have fake tan on? That was it. Did you fake tan? And I don't know if you if you could keep me off, putting me off stilettos and, well, the thongs, I don't mind, but yeah, just a thong and a pair of stilettos. So I walked into the I walked into the event, Tommy, and it was it went down a bomb, let's just say. Um, but don't look at them when you're talking. Look at me. Fuck me. Yeah, a thong, and there was a strawberry on the back of it, Tommy. The back of the thong. Yep. See, yep. No, no, don't don't look at him. Don't tell him. Yeah. What's, what's now joking? he's now he's after go. Um, dude, dude, are they making tongs now with strawberries in the back? Oh, of them? any sort of vegetables and fruits. There's <laughs> <laughs> fucking courgettes, aubergines, <laughs> anything you want. You can get flavored ones if you want. Tell you us, can get edible ones. If tell you us want about tongs. your day. Forget about the tongs. Um, no, but I the the reason I that little endorphin goes off with me yeah. is like I find when I do these events like where. With hospice, if you have a dinner or if you're doing a fundraising dinner or something, yeah. I will go around and I will talk to every table. Like I just do that. Yeah. So now it's just inside of me. I, like I wasn't, I wasn't hosting the dinner the other day, but I was going around to every table. I was like, "Hi, John. Hi, blah blah blah." blah but I blah. think it's 
I think it's a thing. I think it's like fitness. Mm. I think the more your body is involved in those kind of social situations, the more you get used to it and the more you enjoy it. Yeah. You, you know, just plow on regardless. Yeah. I remember like, but things change. I, I, like, I had a weird one. I remember in my, uh, when I was working as an actor in, a, in the company of actors, I was far more social than I am now mm. because I was in the rhythm of fucking people. Yeah. yeah. I was in the rhythm of crowds. I was in the rhythm of like-minded people as well. Well, yeah. And, but also going into a rehearsal space where there's always going to be at least six or there's seven. There's a buzz of, of people yeah, around. Yeah. Yeah. And then socialising with everybody after and meeting people. And then I think something happens with stand-up. I suppose you're more on your own, aren't you? Really, there's a few around, but not any. Like. I'll tell you a weird thing now. Well, I think it was kind of half weird. Uh, so last weekend I was playing down in I was in Ennis and Killarney and Killarney and the something happens when you're on stage on your own in front of massive crowds like there was 2,000 people at the show each night in Killarney something fucking you're you can't relax the way everybody else is relaxed there's a pressure on you that isn't on anybody else in the room there's a kind of um, you've been squeezed in a sense for information. Mm. Mm. So there's two thousand people. They're all looking at you, and they've paid good money. Is it their night out? Saturday night yeah. out, and uh, they're all looking at you to be separate from them, and to take them on, to entertain them for the two hours. And then, so that was Saturday night, and then. The following day, I was at a match, uh, an underage uh, girls' Gaelic match. And I felt just as separate from everybody at the match as I did when I was on stage. And I'm just thinking, when I'm, that thing about socialising mm. is when I was acting, no problem. You'd flow from one social situation to the next yeah. and you'd thrive on it. But the the thing, the kind of, the... Uh, the structure of separateness that that you you have to have for stand up. Mm. It's I've really noticed that's starting to fucking bleed into just the rest, your the rest of my life now. Yeah. yeah, it's amazing. But anyway, that thing of uh, I also want to ask you about something. So you're you're a person. You're you're social. You're thriving on the bubble of uh, interaction. Mm. When it comes to physical fitness, now say yeah, I, that's what I was thinking. I was laughing to myself there, and you were like, "It's a bit like fitness." And I was like, "I wish it was. I wish I found that." But social fit, social fitness, social fitness. Yeah, yeah. so you're very socially fit, yeah. right? Yes. Now both of you—that's a would, good word. Now I like that. Physically so, unfit, but socially, socially fit. fit. Yeah, fit. To Let's practice. just take that on board for a moment. Socially fit to practice. Yes, go ahead. Like <laughs> right. yes. uh, whereas I'm more like a fucking hermit, Herman, <laughs> hermit, hermit, her fit. Right. You're gifted with words. You really you're are like, gifted. Is he a wordsmith? You just work it As you know, I you're put You're like Susie Dent in the fucking... <laughs> <laughs> word of the day. <laughs> as, as, as you know, I do like vocab vocabulary. I might, yes. So, so but, socially fit. Right, I'm interested but, but in my, my, So everybody knows if they start doing a bit of exercise, it affects the, the bubbles in your brain. Yes. And, you do and I'm doing the that. The ferals. And you, and you do... The what, Hector? <laughs> the ferals. The ferals. ferals. The They're family from Iran. <laughs> The ferals, isn't it? The feral. Pheromones. Feral is, no, feral is you give off feral hormones. Feral, feral is wild. Feral, yeah, ferrod is the hormone that you secrete, the social hormone that's in it. It is, it Hector. fucking is, Tommy. It is because but I know more about it. What did you just say there? I said, are you an endocrinologist? I just One of these days. One, one of these, these days. days one of the, don't you ever, ever ask a man 
any man. Yeah, there's a fellow uh, name called Endocrinian. <laughs> Did you just Tommy, what did she just ask me? Was she asked out of all out of all the people. Out of all the people who are out of all the consultants and the health masters we have in the world that mind our bodies, you just asked me about what a witch say it again to me. An endocrinologist. It's now the time, Hector. Go ahead. No, now is not the time. But there will come a day when you can say to me, Hector. Why will you never let us know? Why because will you never let us know? I, well, I know. Why I know. is today Tommy never know. the day? No, but because I can't. Because it's one of the biggest, it's a long story. I just, how did you come up with that? <laughs> what, how did you I know didn't about, come up with How it. did you know about endocrinology? Because it's a, a medical Because it's the thing, Hector. Thing, it's a medical it's thing. It's not your own private I mean, personal Hector, information. He's not, there's not one endocrinologist who looks after you in the whole mm, world. How did you know about the world of endocrinology? Because it's not it's a, a word, it's Hector. Not a word. It's not a fucking secret How word. How many glands are in the body? But you don't know. I'm not. You don't know. I'm, I'm not. fucking do. Hector, I'm not. Three major glands. 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 The, pitu- the pituitary. Yes. The thyroid. Yes. And the other one for ten. What's the other one, Hector? Down the side of your chest, down on the right hand side. What's the, it called? The adrenal. Now, don't. Are you studying to be one, Hector? No, but this someday. Is like, this, is like, this is like the chase. Isn't it? <laughs> I mean, I, I know I'm not professing to know anything about them. I'm the, just the, I do know the hormone that is set off when you are in the happiness of meeting people is a ferrode. Endorphin. <laughs> He's, He's going outside now to punch the air. He'll <laughs> <laughs> be up on the trampoline now in a minute. It's a ferrode. It's a ferrode. Go on anyway. So but where yeah, is that in your body? That comes out of the pituitary. The pituitary is in charge of all major t- testosterone, all that crap. <laughs> Enzymes. Big. Don't talk to me I, about enzymes. I love the way he's he's so confident on it for a minute and then it goes all a little bit vague. Oh, Just a little bit vague. Tommy, come, Tommy, come in as a mate here. And so uh, all I would Tommy, say is, come in, not today and not tomorrow, but one of these days, Hector will, is a, is will, going will to blow reveal, our minds with a story. He's going to reveal that he's actually an endocrinologist. <laughs> now go ahead, Tommy. <laughs> anyway, so my, my question for both of you is about... Oh when, yeah, the fitness. When people start doing... So in the same way you can become socially fit and it takes time and you... you you're, I've perfected it now. You, you reap the benefits of it. Mm. Um. With physical fitness and the little kind of buzzes your brain gets from getting physically fit. But both of you would know, and Hector, you'd know from Freddie Mm -hmm. and Larisa, you'd know from your time spent working with elite athletes. Yes. When people become supremely physically fit, does, do all those little advantages you get from starting fitness disappear. In other words, would you say people who are extremely physically fit are in a better place mentally than people who aren't? I don't know. I I'd, mean, they I, say that you. I understand what your point is when you actually get there and you're in the road of it, when you're down the road. But of at it. an extreme level. Now, now Freddie, yeah. I mean, by just, you, you should, the, the stomach on him. Oh, he was and, and he, the pecs and the pecs and the biceps. And the arms. But that was thirty years plus of gym and and gym and gym and gym. His body was his temple, and he yeah. But he he worked hard at making his body at turning himself into no. But an you would yeah. But you wouldn't say man. that he was mentally <clears throat> that that he was uh, kind of what's what's the phrase deficient. The, no, that 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 level of of physical kept fitness happy. kept him happy. That's yeah. it. Yeah, you wouldn't say that. No, but I know that that was his way of life. And when you get into that high level of uh, an athlete, it's complete and utter selfishness to get to that level. 
every single determination. day. Determination. Determination. But you become completely selfish if you want to run a marathon and you want to do it all the time or you want to be a show, whatever you have to you do. You become to obsessed to with get, it, I think. To get to a level where you stop saying, going, look at the size of your man, look at the size of his biceps, look at that. Like it doesn't happen overnight, but I think it's his own adventure, selfish adventure that, or whoever's on that adventure to get to that level of physical fitness, they're on it. It's the only thing they really love doing at the uh, end of the day. Uh, so, so, that so, would be the only thing okay, really love so, doing. Okay, so, but it, it's, you're gone beyond the buzz that someone gets when they're great for a three mile jog and they come back and they go, just I feel great after that. Yeah. No, but I, they I, will feel great all the time because, but they're topping up their fitness entirely and they, they have to be so conscious of, I suppose, athletes or somebody. You have to be conscious of your diet and you have to yeah. be, so you have to be disciplined entirely. Yeah, but you wouldn't it say... It became a way of life. I don't know it if it makes you of, happy. It becomes a way of life. That's, what that, that, that's the question. I can answer you for sure. Being socially active or fit, fit. which I am, it's great. It's really good. and get a buzz from it every time. But I'm not sure if you do. If you Maybe you do get but a But physical buzz. fitness is not the same. Probably not the same, correct? No. Anyway, so but, so but that's really interesting what you're saying that you're socially fit that you love going into crowds to sit and to have a glass of wine and chat and you never get bored of it, you never get fed up for it, you never go oh fuck do we really have to go to this thing? No, I don't really know. Cuz I know I'm, I'm going to be surrounded by I'm people going that the other I like. way. I'm going yes, the other but way. we need to rescue you before it's too late. Cuz when you go down there, it's going to be Which like way the are you going, Tommy? It's going to be where, like the physical act. The, 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 where are you? The on crack the is gone. The crowds are getting bigger. And I'm getting lonelier. <laughs> he's got, he's got no crack. No, no. I'm just something I've noticed. I, I. I so would it, you it, like us to rescue you and take you back no, on I, the path of crack? Oh, fuck off! Look, listen to me. I'm just saying. I noticed that this the feeling of being separate, and maybe it was because the crowds were so big last weekend, and maybe it was because two years of not I, doing it. I dug. I really fucking dug into myself, especially in the second show in Killarney. I heard it was great, by the uh, way. To, to just fucking. To access something that was slightly more elevated than just being funny, you know, you're almost like it. You try and inhabit this third or fourth or fifth space of being that you can't access on your own. You need the crowd looking at you to do it. But I don't. But but I'm saying is that I that thing of being separate from everybody didn't stop when the show finished. It was. I still had it. But. 24 hours later at a match. I still had it 48 hours later at another match. But I wonder, can you have both or do you have to be in the... Because you're in um, stand-up mode now, you're going to just stay in that mode until that's finished? When you're doing the television show, for instance, and you're in that mode, like you're surrounded by more people on that journey... Yeah, that's a bit different. Yeah, but but I'm just. I'm, and by the end of the show, were you not feeling that the whole room will use her all together? Because that's your aim. Oh, it was incredible. But I'm but I'm saying you have, you have to put yourself into a space in order to 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 get that. They want you to entertain them, so you do have to be separate from them. Yeah, but and you're also you're summoning up all these words, these phrases, these stories. You're 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 dragging this performance out of yourself. It's all yes. coming from you. Yeah. Mm. You know, you're the one that mm. has to fucking create all this stuff. So so that feeling. It it doesn't just fucking disappear, but it was really weird because I was that, I was in a. Do car you get park. really like? Do you get? No, like hang on. I was in a car park, forty eight hours later, at a match. Going, I'm still. And why did I, you feel like that? I'm I'm still on stage. I was going. I'm still, in the sense that I'm still separate from the crowd. You were still maybe. I was still kind of, and I was in a in a bar then uh, later on, 
And I was, I noticed, I'm still, what's going on? I'm not. And when you had a point then, did you, did you feel more relaxed? No, so I was drinking coffee. <clears throat> do you feel, Tommy, that That'll you're still, it. that it's hard to come down away from that, what you did for two nights in front of 2,000 people, to go back into a normal slice of life and then go back into it again? You're stepping in. You're, you're lucky you've got out. us here today. You're just, uh, getting us all back in the little groove again. But you know what I mean? I'm, I'm just thinking that, that so people's jobs. There, I don't have, think you can have both. Like, like sure. because what happens then is you're on you're on a still on a high when you finished. Well, I wouldn't say you're on a high. I'd say you're on a strange. <laughs> right? Do you have a drink? Oh yeah, but I have a drink. But do you? But, but, but do you find it? Are I, you exhausted? I have to drink on my own. Yeah, because you don't want any more interaction. You're no. done. You're spent. I've given. You're spent. He's wasted. That's He's boring, given it all. That's no, but no, you. but no, but no, but he has. It's the more than going in under the bar and lifting and doing your 100 kilos and personal best and then doing your legs and you can hardly walk down the gym. All you want to do is go home and eat and lie on the couch and do nothing. You're spent. You've given. Same if you go off and do a 15 mile run. Yeah, people, when you get to a level of something where you're giving it all the time, you've nothing else to give and then you're flat and then you just want to. I don't know. I, think I, I I just think our bodies, our central nervous systems, <clears throat> well, what our, do you our, think our bioenergy fields, I think they get used to certain types of behaviour. So if I started, if I started working in a play with a cast of nine and the play was, did four months rehearsal and then we did a, a world tour. It's called the Potter's Yeast. <laughs> right. It's about an endocrinologist. <laughs> um, uh, my system would change. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? And after a few months then it would be like uh, it, I wouldn't have that same feeling of separateness but it's that thing of being on your own and but you must like it you must like oh, it's it it's an amazing feeling but Richard. do you it's not amazing. like being socially fit you're always going to stuff you're always going to yeah but not all the no, time. which is you love sitting down with loads of people and, yeah. and whining and dining I do I love it yeah <clears throat> um, do you not say to yourself oh god thanks be to god we've she wouldn't be on. doing it five times five nights a week like if you were then that might be a different story You'd be doing it maybe once, twice. Someone. Let's go back. Let's go back to Punchestown. You back a winner? I did. I back. I can't remember the name of the horse now, but it was twelve to one. And one. Yeah. Did you collect on the tote? Oh, no, not tote. Don't do it. Did you? Did you? Did Don't I, have as much buzz out of the tote. Did anyone as come I do up to you? Somebody came up to me recently and said, "I'm doing the Tommy Tiernan punting system." I didn't. I, ca I couldn't said. remember it. That's I, what he said to me. I like, couldn't remember. I, 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 I remind you. Yes. It has never failed. This is the Tommy Tiernan punting system. Okay, so what you need, to, you need to give yourself the guts of three hours, everybody. You get three hours, you uh, choose an amount of money. I would say the one I've done is 100 quid. Okay, because it breaks down nicely. So get yourself 100 quid, get yourself three hours. Go into a bookies. Uh, what you do is you look for races that have 10 or more runners in the field. Mm. Races with 10 or more runners. Theoretically, then... Logically, each horse, if all things were even, would have a 1 in 10 chance of winning. And you've got a 1 in 10 chance of winning because you're back in for 10 races. So one of your races, do you know what I mean? It's the law of 10 to 1. Yeah. Tommy Tiernan's 10. It's, it's the 10 to 1 law, the Tommy yeah. Tiernan 10 to 1 Tiernan. So what you do is you look for a horse that's in and around 10 to 1, 9s or 11s. Yeah, my horse was at 12 to 1. Yes, so yes. there, see that. And it works. On. It works. And what you do is you commit. You commit to the hundred quid. And is it a, a tenor, tenor win? A tenor win on each. That's what I won. One hundred and twenty. How many horses are you back in one race? Only back in one. You so you pick one nine to one win, nine to one, then ten the to one. one, ten to I one. I got so confused near and the end works. of it. Was... It works <clears throat> because what you're saying is over the course of ten races, one of them is bound to come through. So if you have a hundred, so do you budget, do each way? 
No, you back to back to win. Back yeah, to but win. Tommy, if you only if you if you spend ten and you bet ten bets at ten ten pounds, that's a hundred gone. If you've only one winner at nine to one, that's the hundred pound back. So you're not really walking out of the shop a happy man. No, you it because it depends where in the ten could you your win, It becomes where in the ten your winner comes in. So the the first time I did it, uh, my winner it came won. in. It was the fifth race. And so I spent up. fifty. You, you were up. I was up. The and second time I done it was the third race. And can I ask you this, just to clarify, in the Tommy Tiernan ten? You have to, to one. commit to the tens. Commit to the tens. Did you ever back a sixteen to one? No, it's all in and around. In around nine, nine, ten, elevens, and twelves. Yeah, it's all. It's it, it. But it's in, it's really important that there's at least ten horses in the race. And fantastic. Yeah, that's interesting. Now, <laughs> so it. I'll Love take it. that on Somebody board. Somebody said to me, the I'm doing day. the Tommy Tiernan ten horses. Yeah, do the tens. Yeah, well, I won. I won one hundred and twenty, and then I put another one on each way, and I got twenty. Did you? Did you? Because uh, you, you, you're, you're mad for inches. You back five to four, three to two, seven to seven five. to two. The favorite, or four to one, and then each way punt. Two monkeys on the favorite. Two monkeys. I loved when you go to Seattle. Four ponies. Sixteen ponies. Why five to one twenty? I'm such a bad gambler. I left my two betting slips at the bookies when I was there, and he had to come out looking for me. Did you stay in the beautiful salubrious surroundings of the Lily White County? I did. I'll tell you what. I bought. I I decided to go to the cock to the cocktail bar in the hotel by myself and I ordered a porn star martini on your own and your said. man did said, you sit yes, at the bar I in, sat in the corner we are, we are having a row with the beloved no I, I fuck no, you I'll drink if I want no I arrived on my own I went I got all glammed up hit for, hit for the bar and I sat in the bar and I or said to your man can I get a porn star martini and he said, mother of we divine. don't call them that here we call them Passion fruit martinis. And I said, oh, boring. Anyway, I said, I'll have one of those. Anyway, brought down lovely glass, got another one then. And I said, I, I think two is enough. Right. Anyway, that was fine. I went up to the bar, sat at the bar then because I got a bit more adventurous. So I moved up to the bar and I sat at the bar by myself. On your own? Yeah. And then I started having uh, vodka and sparkling waters or something, right? I was trying to be responsible then. She said, I thought I was bad fucking fucking drinking on my own in the hotel room <laughs> in my underpants. No, but I wasn't in the hotel room. It's boring if you're in the hotel room. Because um, you never know who you might meet or who you may overhear conversations. Yeah, I don't want to meet people. Yeah, exactly. Socially This is you. You're socially fit, you see. Go uh, on. You, yeah. You're the Mo Farah of drinking. <laughs> if you want to become socially fit, you need to start pushing yourself outside your comfort okay. And So anyway, that was fine anyway. Got the bill. After a while, the two fucking porn star martinis were 50 euro. A pop? No, 25 and 25. Now he. Good fucking job. I didn't drink any more than two of them. Mother of divine. Dropped down dead. And where were all your pals when you were out drinking? They weren't with me. Like what time of the day was this? Then, then I, people joined me. Then after about you know about an hour after. What time was this evening time? Yeah, it was about seven. And were you back? I forgot from to eat then. You're huh? back from the races at this stage. I wasn't racing on Friday evening. Oh, this is only Friday evening. Yeah, this was just getting going. I like to give myself a little this is step you, up. This is just you getting lubed. Yeah, because then if you won't have a hangover. Did you the have any day. conversation with the barman? Was there any little bit of oh, a little flirty rorties? No, it wasn't that sort of a situation. It was more just chit chat, general chit chat. Did anyone come up and say, Are you Loretta Blue? No, I was waiting for someone to come on to me, but nobody did. Which did you, little, did you ring bit, Audrey? Did you take a photo of the porn stand and send it to Audrey? Audrey was on. Audrey did the. See, she inspired me to do it. She went to Dublin on Wednesday night and she decided she'd go for a couple of 
drinks in the bar herself and she ended up going to bed at <laughs> one o'clock in the morning <laughs> the and, <dentist. laughs> and she she said her office was semi ajar but it wasn't fully open her office her was semi ajar yeah. no just leave it at that I just want that yeah. I just want her office was semi ajar yeah because she'd had I feel like phoning up one of those women on adult sta- <laughs> babe station you know, just the, leave the, your office the, there was a big woman in the in, 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 in the bra yeah, up in love. Sheffield hello, love. with the phone call me now and I phone her up and go, how's your office? <laughs> Is the door half open? <laughs> Is um, the heat on? <laughs> Have the cleaners been into the office? Turn off the Have immersion. Just lean up there and turn off the immersion in your bikini. Um, was Audrey, and I think I say, w- w- would it be right to say Audrey was in the um, beautiful streets of Barcelona? She was in Barcelona, oh. yes, Barcelona, oh, at the weekend, yes. Are you telling me, Hector, that you're sitting at home with your yeah, beautiful exactly. wife? <laughs> Check it out where Audrey is. Oh, she came up on my Instagram feed. Oh, did she now come up on Instagram She came up on my Instagram feed as I flicked with my middle finger. Yeah, that's fine. Shut up, Tommy. At least, at least I'm socially fit. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50 luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns. Hey there, it's Michelle Norris. I'm host of a podcast called Your Mama's Kitchen. When I travel, I'm usually looking for a way to find a taste of home when I'm not at home. And one of the things I love to do when I am at home is entertain. And Airbnb allows me to do that. When I was in California recently, I rented a house that had a great kitchen. And when we were sitting around the table, we're all thinking, we're in someone else's house. Someone could be in all of our homes as well. If you have a home, but you're not always at home, you have an Airbnb. Your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at airbnb.com slash host. Here's a cool fact. A crocodile can't stick out its tongue. Another cool fact, you can get short-term health insurance for a month or just under a year in some states. United Healthcare short-term insurance plans are designed for people who are between jobs, coming off their parents' plan, or turning a side hustle into a full-time gig. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage with access to a nationwide network of doctors and hospitals. Get more cool facts about United Healthcare short-term plans at uh1.com. Yeah, exactly. At least I'm looking at it. Well, Instagram. he's trying to be socially fit. He's getting on these. Other I was ones. socially fit the other day because I took a lovely journey, and I want to bring you on a journey with me now. He is ready. Yes. And I want you to buckle just, up. I was going to write a poem, but I'm not. I'm oh, going to I'm going to, do, <laughs> I'm going to do some spoken word. Oh, that's much better. Freestyle it, Hector. Just Tommy, freestyle it. Right, so, Jared Manley Hector. So, what was your man? Uh, uh, Cooper Clark. What was his name? John Cooper John Clark. Cooper Clark. I can't go back to Mansfield. The cops have got me marked. Into the scuba dragon exit at John Cooper Clark. I loved him. I don't know if that's exact. No. I can't go back to Salford. Okay, what's The cops have got me marked. Exit the Kung Fu Dragon. Enter Johnny Clark. Very, very okay, emotional. So, so, so I had to go up. To, I had to go up to the middle of the country on Thursday morning, and I was up. I got up at about half. I out to a gubber. Yeah. Don't ask me these questions. <laughs> don't just, ask any questions. I just. I had to go up to. I had to go up the country. He was on I was, another I author expedition. <laughs> I had to go up the country. Don't make eye contact. Just suck me cock. <laughs> That's what I paid you for. <laughs> I booked you for ten I had, minutes. I had to go to Cavan. 
and that's the name of the poem. Don't put yourself under any Don't, unnecessary yeah. pressure here. Tell us after. No, no, no. So, so I won't get into spoken word until I get past that loan, okay? So I, I, oh, I, this is a rhyme too. No, no, no. I'm just going to try. So I'm going to start off normal and then once I turn off on that loan, I'll when, get into w- it. When are you going to do the segment? When are you going to start off normal? Is, this your, so anyway, is it soon? What, what I decided, Don't what, over-promise. When I, decided, when I decided and I put Kevin into the thing, I said, well, take me away. Which way will I go? So I drove to Atlone. <laughs> Atlone was grand because I know it so well. I came through the toll bridges and paid and got there. But once I came over... And I saw the turn to the left. I knew I was heading away into the midlands of the country. Up by the dog and duck. Glasson. Past Glasson. And once you go by Glasson, you can go down to the left of the lake. I feel as I was going into a bit of Narnia there. There was ivy on the trees. There was canopies of our summer trees, early summer trees. And there was a beautiful summer's morning as I left Glasson. And then I headed through the countryside, heading for County Cavan. Lovely. On through Ballymahan. Oh, yes. Always to the top of the town. Same on all the journeys to Cavan, into the town, turn left, and That's then right. up into Cavan. I think this must be a poem. Ballymahan was buzzing with kids on the way to school, mothers and fathers happy in the summer sunshine. Yes. I scooted so fast back, I went up the main street in the town. I was so happy to be in Ballymahan on a summer's morning. I had to double back and turn left at PJ Falvey's hardware store. Pots and buckets and yard brushes outside. And the big plastic horse. Yes. Shop that we a shop that reminds us where we were, who we are, and where we will be. Falvey's have been there for five generations. Out I went, heading for Cavan, rolling drumlins and green fields and everything. And then I hit the beautiful village that we've spoken about so often. Tang. Oh yeah. There's a house for sale in Tang. I rang your man as well. I rang you rang your tang. <laughs> There's a house for sale in Tang. I rang him about as well. 75,000 an offer, but a lot of work to be done. Past the school in Tang, yeah. Skull no Shunta on Tionga. Yeah. Out we went to Killy Tooley. <laughs> Wait, I forgot the name. Oh, yeah. Out I went past Killy Dude. The school is enrolling for children. On we went to Granard. I love Granard. Oh, yeah. But it always reminds me of the 80s when a girl gave birth to a child in this cemetery and nobody there to help her. I can't get that in my, out of my head when I drive through Granard Town. Yeah. The Mart is on the right. And like all the way to Cavan. The, the, the Greville Arms is in Granard as the well. The Greville Arms. <laughs> is, the Greville they Ar- sponsored Westmeath for a long time. The Greville Arms me left. No, it is the Greville Arms team in Mullingar as well. Oh, there's two, there's the two Greville Arms. Two. It's the same on your way uh, to Cavan with all of these towns. Up into the town, turn left and round the roundabouts and up and up into Cavan. I saw a sign for killing a leck and kill a Chandra. And then I saw Lockdown. I was in the magical county Cavan at this stage and it was a beautiful summer's morning. I opened down my window and set her on cruise control at about 70. Nobody on the road. A crow flew on the North Atlantic Drift, that tropical air that was coming in, and he looked at me. As I looked out the window, a crow looked over to me. He said, nice car you're driving. I said, nice feathers. He says, where are you heading for? I said, I'm heading for Cavan Town. He looked at me, he says, good luck on your journey. I'm fucking off into the field here to meet a few bays. On we went. (laughs) Houses were getting bigger. And my, it was a beautiful morning. Into Balanya. And then I had... N-E-A. Ballin, yeah. Headed for Cavan Town. Up in the height as you enter it. Load of roundabouts. Lakeland Dairies. A hotel. An industrial park. That's not Cavan. Cavan is when you hit the hill and you drive down into Cavan Town. Breffney Park on your left. Yes. One of the finest pitches we've ever crowned. And then the hard-boiled egg cafe. Good grub. I think it's a pair of lads from Kells that own it. And then I knew 
I was in Gavin Town. Hector, that That's, needs... That, is, that needs work, Hector. A lot of work. <laughs> and I mean, did you... I mean, you could have told a really I interesting mean, story in about a quarter of the time. Exactly. What a journey it was. But you have a gift for memory, Hector. How do you, you have a he, gift? No, he learned that off. No, he didn't. No. Yes, he did. Did he fuck? He no, did, didn't. of course. He's been practising it for days. So how long would that take to learn that off? How about you stop? Excuse me. And... Hang on. You're kidding me tr- about the sunny day. It's not the late, late show he's on now. <laughs> it, was, it was a beautiful summer's like morning and I was driving and I said... We got that. ...into the middle of the country. It is the most beautiful countryside on your way. On a fine day, Cavan oh, is gorgeous. fuck me. I just thought... And then on the way back, I came down through Virginia. Oh, yeah. Jesus, on the way to Dublin. The, and greatest, was, gr- the greatest T-junction in Western Europe is in Virginia. Oh, <laughs> Oh, super! It's a great. That's a. It's a great county for trucks, is Calvin. Yes, big trucks driving slowly. And Calvin on a wet grey day, it, it 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 hurts you. It it hurts your imagination. It it hurts your hope. Well, but it, on a fine summer's day, by Jesus, them drumlins and yes, them blue skies. You're right. And green fields and the softness of conversation. Well, how well, yeah, yeah. How's yeah, it yeah, going yeah. And then somebody said to yeah. me about four my. Uh, we had. Well, I'm going to do hard boy. I told you about the time. Uh, fella told me this is a true story. This is a true story. This is how like Cavern can be a hard county as well. Do you know what I mean? That that there's tough fuckers up there too, and and there can be a grim way of life. A lot of those border counties can be fucking. Yeah. They, they can be tight around the head. Yeah. This fella stands up at the fucking uh, at the kitchen table one time. Says, uh, "Fucking, I've had enough. I've had enough. I'm going into the lake to fucking drown myself." Says to you. Says to the wife. Oh, right. The wife says, "Well, you may take them kittens with you to drive me demented." <laughs> So <laughs> this is how this is how small it is. I went into the hard boiled egg for something to eat there in Cavan Town, and about two days over the weekend, a lad rings me from Cavan, and he's living in Galway. He sells batteries. That's what this what ba- this lad goes around the. He country. sells batteries. He sells he, he sells batteries out the back of a van. This is what he does. Out the back of a van. He stops in country shops up and down the country in every single oh, he, county like... in this country, and he sells masks and torches and farmers' torches, no, the red ones and batteries, and that's what he does. He's a good friend of mine. All right. right, I won't tell you his, his name is Noel. Noel rang me in his pure cavern. He goes, where, where does he get all the batteries from? He buys them in from a warehouse in Manchester. From all right. from his and can you stop him on the side of the road and a buy la, them? La, no, he goes to shops, country shops that nobody else frequents in the heart of the countryside, in the middle of so the So he'd nowhere. be the supplier. He'd be the supplier of batteries. Yeah. And when you're out in a country shop, no more than knock more. It's, it's rural and batteries and torches and stuff that sells. Yes. Right, okay. Yeah, so I'll he would know out. every single country shop the length and breadth of Ireland. And he rang me and he went in his cabin accident. And is he married with children, do you know? No, he's no. He is would. he fully committed to the road, so? He's committed to the road and he's on the road every day of the week. He'd be <laughs> and would he go down to Tip and would he go he'd across be to in Limerick? Every single parish in the country Tommy and he would know the family from that, Wexford to Sligo from Wexford to Sligo oh my and, goodness and he would know the family that from Louth to Kerry absolutely fucking hell ha- fucking hey hell he and I'll tell you one thing he's, he doesn't worse. need Duracell batteries to get gauze because every time I ring a, him my favourite question to him is where are you now yeah. he says I'm above the far side of Bally James Duff <gasps> where are you now I'm below here remember Theresa Lowe used to do where I'm below here I'm below here in Carrigaholt where are you now? I'm above the far side of Do you Kings. just ring him every day and ask him where he is? Well, we'd be fairly friendly. And he said to me What then, do you ring him for? I ring him to talk him about stuff. Talk about football. To have a person from Cavan talking football is magnificent. He loves his guy. And he says to me the other day, I, he, I was in the hard by leg and three days later he rings me and he goes, Well, how are you? Well, Noni, how are you? 
you were in the hard by leg the other morning, were you? <laughs> so word, word of spread, word of spread. He says, I saw a photograph on a cabin face. What you should do for him now, you should leave him a breakfast somewhere. The next time you're going past a cafe that you know that he drives by yes. or calls into, then he will walk in and he'll go for the full Irish and the man behind the counter will say, there's a friend of yours in here 10 days ago when he has the breakfast paid for. Good idea. And we have given respect to Tang. There's a house for sale in Tang. Yes. Around the man about the house. The it house was cheap enough, 75,000. 75,000, but it worked to done beside the school. Skull no shunta. What else does it have in Tang that you could There's tang? a nice church on the right There's hand side. There's a lovely church in Tang. Yeah, and a lovely uh, kind of half a car park on the far yes. side road to put into. And is yes. there a. Pub? I've often pulled in there for a snooze. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> have you? I have, me. of course I have. You'd be driving, I'd be, say I'd be doing a gig in Monaghan or Cavan or I'd, I'd leave Galway. Right. And by the time I get to Tang, I'd be feeling kind of tired. And you wouldn't, you wouldn't, like. I would often fall asleep for 25 or 30 seconds on the motorway. And yeah, know, that's fine. And know that no harm will come of it. <laughs> The only thing I have to keep an eye out for is the toll bridge. Yeah. Jace, I fucking snoozed through that one time and <laughs> I took the wing mirror off the car. But when you're driving up around Tang, that's, you, you, you can't even, five or six seconds would be the most you could snooze for. Because uh, the roads aren't the, bendy. Because the roads are bendy. So I, I'd often pull into the, the half the half a yard car park yes. across the road from the church and, in town. And is there a cafe or a no, bar there? Nothing around no, nothing A football pitch? Nothing open no, around. Oh, good football pitches around yeah. that area is, but there'll be very little open. There's a fellow with a limp who... Uh, Morty Marcy. <laughs> Morty Marcy. The fellow with a limp who used to be abroad in the psychiatric in Lomans. Farming yes. all his life. What Farming does he do? Walk up and down He just walks up and down just keeping an eye on seagulls. He must have been talking to Hector with the, the we, crow. Ballymahan. Edgebushtown. It's up into the town. And what were you working up at? In, oh, will you oh, tell us what you were working at? Hector? No, don't. Up, up into the town, turn left, and up, up to Gavin. Is there any rivers? Into the town, turn left. Is there any rivers in Gavin? Up, and up is there? to Gavin. That's the way you go to Gavin. Into the town, up is to the Is there a river in Gavin, Hector? Oh, is there's there? plenty of lakes. There's lakes. There's 407. No river, so. If there's, if there's a Larita cup on. Stop asking me the stupid oh. questions. If there's lakes, there's rivers. Of oh, course yeah. there is. They're not all Loch Gown and Loch Mars, Loch Lyle. 365 lakes in Cavan. I saw the signpost there, Kilnalek, Kilishandra, Bally Cooley, the whole lot. Oh, Lord Almighty, what a lovely journey it was. And I respect to the punters and people at Cavan. What all. were you working at, actually? I was doing a couple of little nicks or something. A few videos. I was doing a few videos. You're flat out with the... With well, the you, I, you're on the road, I'm on the road. Yeah, but I tell people what I do on the road. Yeah, I was doing a couple of little viral videos. He told videos. us last week... We I was doing a couple of corporate videos for Tesco's. <laughs> on the rivers? So, what do you mean for Tesco? Tesco, every little helps. I went to Cavan to meet a man who's helping the homeless in Dublin and who sends up about 50 bags of sleeping... Heroin. <laughs> Stop it. Go on. He grows poppies. <laughs> the opium fields of West Cavan. <laughs> uh, he's just like Ozark. <laughs> Ozark. Fuck off his legs. Oh, how would you say Ozark in a Cavan accent? Oh, oh, Ozark. I, no, listen, and I will not be falling into that Ozark trap. It's muck. It's absolutely. What's oh, the muck. best thing on television? After Get the end lost. of the first series, when a load of people Did you come not up, watch it? When a load of people come up on speedboats and, <laughs> and they all take out their Bibles that have fucking heroin cut into them and they're going, Thank you, Father. I said, You're trying too fucking hard. Yeah. Breaking bad is the greatest. Bracken. Bracken. <laughs> In Cavan. I walked in the other day, me little young lad was watching Better Call Saul. I said to him, have you watched that? He said, how do you know about Saul? I said, I saw Saul before you saw Saul in Breaking Tell Bad. us about the fellow who's helping the homeless people in and then I, in... He's only 16. I said, did you see Breaking Bad? He said, Dad, I watched Breaking Bad when I was six. 
Tell us about the fellow who's helping the homeless in Dublin. What's he doing? He is, um, it's Cavan Helps the Homeless. He's based at St. Pat's College. He's a a warehouse there. That's where he keeps them. Fuck off, Tommy. I'm not going down You know this so road. many people. Wouldn't I'm not going it? down this road, you prick. Driving batteries around. I'm not going down them. this road, you prick. Another fellow was a fucking Fuck warehouse off. full of homeless people in Gavin. <laughs> and he calls it what? <laughs> I'm not going down this Gavin. road. And don't make me laugh. It's too early in the morning for me to start crying with laughter. Okay, go on. So anyway. Uh, so yeah, he's doing an amazing job. And what were you doing with him? I had to go in and see and just... Uh, there was Respect a f- him. There was a camera there. We just had to talk to him about what he does. Stop dissecting what I fucking do. <laughs> We're only asking you questions. No, because you're dissecting sneer. it. Yes, are. Cool. I went in to make a video about fucking charities. Charities that are getting funding from Tesco's community fund where you drop your tokens at the end of the checkout. Simple as that. Change the subject. Okay. All I want to say is there's a, the house blue for, tokens. there's a house for sale in Tang. Did you buy it? They're in Roland. Hang on. I want to give the shout out to somebody who's listening. Is it a bungalow? Killy Dune. The school is now in Roland for September 22. The primary school. Primary school. Is that who Tang. you're giving a shout out to? And hello to the people of Granard. Oh, Everywhere else in the journey. Everyone. Well, thanks for listening, everybody. And Lacuna J will see you this time next week. Bye bye. One more thing, we wanted to give you a taste of what to expect if you sign up for our members-only episode on a Monday. Exclusive and ad-free. Find out all the details on thlpod.com forward slash members only. What are your dairy accents like? Because I might be able to get you part well, as an line. extra. Give us a line. Give me something to say uh, in a dairy accent. Uh, uh, two gin and tonics and um, uh, a pint for your man. That's your line. Can I have a wee tea gin and tonics there and a pint for your man? You're in! You're in! You're in! Yes! She's in. Fuck's sake, that's pressure. Hector's line is... Put me in a chipper or something. Hector's line is... That's it. Two bags. And a GA match. No, no, no. That's controversial. I'm nervous. I have to get all wobbly and relaxed. Here we go. Happy, relaxed. Happy, relaxed. I have no money for the bus. I spent all my money on the dogs. I have no money. Okay, quiet on the set. Quiet on the set. Action. Sure, I've no money. I've spent all the fucking dogs. Well, that's Donny Gold. That's Donny Gold. Ah, come on. You're I'm not a bad money on the road. I've no money for that. Hang on, I haven't said action. I haven't said action. Okay. okay. Uh, Give it to me again. Okay, so, I've no money for the bus. <laughs> I spent it all on the dogs. And action. Sure, I've no money. Sure, I have no fucking penny left. I'll spend it all on the dogs. Lorita's definitely <laughs> in here. So, Lorita is definitely. <laughs> <laughs> We hope you enjoyed that taste of our members-only episode. To find out more, head to www.thlpod.com forward slash members only. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns.